Welcome to Diversity Dialogue, Cub Edition, brought to you by the Office of Diversity and Inclusion at the University of Detroit Jesuit High School and Academy. I'm Dr. Denise Williams-Mallet, the Director of the Office of Diversity and Inclusion, Diversity Union Moderator, and Creator of this podcast. The Office of Diversity and Inclusion is proud to offer programs that will help harness the ideas and voices of our young men to champion change. One way we plan to do that is with this first ever podcast for you, a Jesuit. The weekly podcast is designed to give voice to a generation that wants change. The student-led podcast will offer a platform for fresh ideas and collaboration. Each episode will be hosted by the inaugural show host, Diversity Union President Ashton Handorf. He will offer the leaders of our student organizations an opportunity to address, confront, and voice their perspective on today's diversity and inclusion topics through the unique focus of student organizations. I am proud and excited to present to you the host of Diversity Dialogue Cub Edition, UAD Jesuit's very own Ashton Handorf. What up, Cubs? Welcome to Diversity Dialogue, U of D's first ever podcast brought to you by Diversity Union. I'm your host, Ashton Handorf, the president of Diversity Union, and I am extremely proud and excited to kick off our first podcast. So why a podcast? Like seriously, why a podcast? Well, we created Diversity Dialogue with the hopes of creating a new, engaging, and informative way of having discussions. Right now, there is so much going on to talk about, but it almost seems ironic that we are so physically limited. Obviously, Zoom can be so draining, especially if you're already taking most of your classes already on Zoom. So we hope this podcast can serve as a good alternate. This podcast going forth will feature many clubs and initiatives around the school, such as Be Nice, Health and Fitness Club, and Safe Space, and other clubs that can either deal or can help with real-world issues that are going on right now. I will begin to have leaders of various clubs to help have a discussion and answer some of my, but more importantly, your questions. I want to firstly just talk about diversity. Diversity by no means is some political term. The word does get used in politics a lot, especially when dealing with concepts such as race, religion, and gender, but a huge type of diversity gets overlooked a lot, and that is idealistic diversity. As we all know, We have many different opinions, and those opinions can often differ from our close friends and even family. But one thing should be pointed out about that. Diversity by no means should be used to divide. Diversity is not division. Diversity is unity. Does diversity mean we are the same in every scenario? No, but that does not mean we are divided. I feel like people disregard diversity and unification because of the buzzwords that surround those two words. When people think diversity, they think differently, which leads them to think separate. When people think unification, they think being joined together, which makes them think they are all the same. Let's be real with ourselves. You want the common good, and I want the common good. Well, at least that's what we should want, right? And we all have our different ways about getting to that common good. That, to me, is truly what diversity is all about.
Welcome to Diversity Dialogue, the first ever episode with Be Nice. Today, I'm joined with two representatives from the Be Nice team, Frank Blackman and Azola Martin. Thank you guys for coming in today. Thanks Thank for you. having us here. Of course. So Frank, first I'm gonna ask you, um, why was Be Nice started at U of D? Um, well, uh, I think mental health is something that uh, needs to be openly discussed more at U of D. Um, and then after last year's events, you know, we kind of had a, a rough patch in, this, uh, in the school year. And so we kind of felt like there was a void that needed to be filled in the mental health space at uh, U of D. So um, we looked to be nice to uh, be that void. Um, so we gathered a group of guys and we just did it. We started being nice and it's uh, had a positive impact so far. Uh, and we plan on continuing that, uh, the role of be nice in, in U of D. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm really excited for Be Nice this year. I think we obviously got cut short yeah. last year with Corona and COVID and everything. So um, I just have a few discussion questions that we can talk about. Um, so Azola, I'll ask you, how do you feel the mental health culture shifted over the years at U of D? Okay, so since I've been here um, in the ninth grade, I feel like just personally for me, freshman and sophomore year was like super fun. And it wasn't really, too hard like mentally for me like the the transition from middle school to high school and that that new kind of culture for me i feel feel like for some of my other peers maybe like the academics kind of brought like yeah totally like the high school rig you know the rigor of u of d can be kind of challenging at times and for like young you know underclassmen that can kind of weigh down on them with you know maybe slight depression or just like mood changes and growing up but i feel like it's been pretty good for the most part, um, despite you know the occurrences from last year, uh, with the you know the three incidents that happened. I feel like those those three to five months, um, that period was like a really really low point for our school. But since then, we've been on the you know on the come up with uh, the help of Be Nice and you know the work that uh, Frank and I and some of the other guys have been doing, um, just to kind of boost the morale of the the whole school. So I think we're back on the come up. Um, and yeah, I think it's, you know, it's pretty good right now. So yeah, you, so you would say like it was a pretty, pretty good, like um, steady pace throughout your freshman and sophomore year. Yeah, and definitely. then obviously when junior year hit and last year was terrible. And, yeah, and junior year is usually like a natural kind of mental health dip for a lot of high schoolers. Totally. Just because it's just a harder year, a lot more pressure on standardized tests, college essays, um, just, you know, applying to college or, you know, getting that starting to get familiar with that process. And now senior year, that load is kind of taken off. We finished the junior research paper. Um, you know, with the whole pandemic, some of us don't have to necessarily take the SAT and ACT. So it kind of makes the college process a little bit easier. Totally. But I feel like, yeah, just, you know. And what's interesting is with that like mindset, a lot of people's freshman year and even sophomore year were like started off terrible terrible because of that um and like terrible events that surrounded last year mm -hmm. so for us seniors it was an incredibly terrible junior year right um and now for a lot of freshmen it's going to be like a steady incline for maybe for some yeah, people definitely. okay so frank do you have any um yeah so just uh piggybacking off what azola was saying um i think um I think I think we we are coming back up. I think this pandemic has kind of changed a lot of people's mindsets as far as um, how, just being happy at all times because you never know what can happen in the world. Um, just having that understanding that um, something can change as quick as tomorrow, and not everything is promised. So I think uh, students are trying to starting to change their mindsets a little bit and um, trying to be happy as much as possible. So I think um, with that will be nice. We're doing that. 
Perfect. And, like, that kind of leads into my next question, because my next question was, do you feel like U of D's mental health is on an incline or decline? So you guys would probably say it's on an incline right yeah, now. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. I think, um, I think, yeah, I think we're definitely on an incline. I think um, the more the more students start to realize uh, how important their mental health is and start to educate themselves a little more about mental health, I think um, the more they can um, kind of cope with it and deal with it in a better way. Totally. And um, that kind of leads me to my next question. Like, how do you think that U of D can maintain this incline of like strong mental health, if that makes sense? I think it's just the, just being able to talk about it and just being open, the amount of support that we have and that we've been having since, you know, last year, uh, like the outside resources, you know, the grief groups, uh, the group, small group counseling, just the small assemblies or, you know, even the cub broadcast where we just play a be nice video or something just to kind of help break that stigma. I think that was the biggest issue is just the stigma behind the whole mental health. And a lot of people, especially in the African-American community, that's not a big topic that's often addressed. So with with the work of Be Nice and just the school in general, just being able to kind of help break that stigma, I think that's what's going to help keep us on the decline, I mean, on the increase, um, on the incline uh, as a school community. Just the more we talk about it, the more, you know, just as a community that the togetherness will just keep us on a steady pace. Of course. Yeah. Just like the unity that we're kind of just celebrating right now and right. going through terrible events, especially people who are close fam- uh, friends and everything with um, uh, with the um, with Titus and Lamont and even Zach, like it, it kind of brought people together and mm-hmm. made people stronger, which yeah. it's ter- it's just terrible that it has to like, we people have to go through that. But right. you kind of do some self-reflecting and yeah. addresses like a like you said a stigma of like mental health that people are definitely going through um so how do you guys think that you uh we can like make this more include mental like the idea of mental health more inclusive so erasing that stigma so like it, maybe this question goes just beyond U of D since we've suffered these terrible events how would you state to other schools how to make this idea of talking about your mental health more inclusive um i think that mental health struggles span far beyond um some of the issues that we go through in our personal life i think the world has a big part of uh, that process as far as with social justice issues um just worldly issues in general uh, politics all that um it's kind of a rough time for the world right now so i think um, in order to handle it with your mental health, you have to learn some coping mechanisms, um, stress relievers, stuff to take in mind of some of the everyday stresses that people go through. Um, especially for kids today, they're kind of a little bit lost in the process, um, kind of not educated as much as we need to be. So I think um, just continuing to uh, learn more about yourself, learn more about mental health, and re- uh, making it imperative to reach out to other people is a huge part of Absolutely. making sure your mental health is positive at all times. I would agree with Frank. I think that knowledge is just the key to understanding the stigma and how to break that stigma and that barrier of mental health. Like the more we know about it, the easier it is to deal with it and to kind of just properly address it. Just the, you know, like Frank said, the proper coping mechanisms, you have to be able to know yourself to understand 
okay, I feel this way, so how am I going to respond to that rather than ignoring it like most of us have done? Yeah. And, you know, it can lead to a downward spiral of, you know, bad events. Uh, so I just think that, with that being said, just knowing yourself, coping mechanisms, togetherness, like you said, unity is really big. Uh, just even outside U of D, like just in general, the, the country that we're living in, like unity is more important now than ever. Yeah. Like there are a lot of things happening every day, you know, terrible things, but we have each other. And that's like, as humans, I think that's just togetherness is something that's key. You know, we, we've come this far, not by ourselves, but working together as human beings and just as a community, you know, uh, continually progressing in technology and just different, you know, it's amazing what we can do when we all work together and mental health isn't a challenge too big that if we just work together to solve it or just come up with new solutions on how to, you know, address that stigma then. Absolutely. And a huge piece, I think, Frank, you said that I want to highlight is understanding. Yeah. And it's like, even though we, like, let's say I am not, I, I've never had to deal with poor mental health. It's about understanding those who have been going through that for the past, God, how many years. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a hard thing to understand until it happens. And I like the aspect of Be Nice that I like you guys, that you guys are doing is reaching out to other schools. I, I know you guys reached out to other Be Nice schools. Uh, was it Country Country Day? Yeah, and, Country Day, Notre Dame Prep. Yeah, can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, so um, so recently over the summer, um, we did a couple of interviews similar to this one where it's like we um, speak to other people involved in the mental health field. Um, and so the reason we did that is just because we wanted to hear other people's opinions. Um, and that was like the peak of the pandemic, so we wanted to hear other people's outputs on um, what mental health is, how they how they're currently feeling, what they're doing to cope um, with with what they're what we're, with what the world is going to going through right now. Um, so um, Notre Dame Prep, we did an interview with them, and they kind of gave us there what they're doing over the over the school year um, and how their school year got cut short somewhere to ours, and they kind of um, just kind of talked about uh, how they're keeping their students encouraged, and I think um, that was a big piece that we did this year. Um, kind of during the summer since we got our year got cut short, so I think that was a, that was a uh, positive step for our program. Totally, and that's what's so cool about this program is that um, be nice is just installed in it can be easily installed in so many different schools. Yeah, and it's just like it's almost like a seed you can place in all these different schools to branch out. Yeah. and it kind of comes together when you guys um, like a tree almost. Yeah. You're creating a tree, like a tree of unity with all of these different like schools in Metro Detroit through this program, which is great. Yeah. So um, I personally uh, believe that diversity plays a huge factor in the mental health since so many people suffer from poor mental health. Um, since so many people go through it, there are so many different ways of going through it. Um, can you guys highlight some of the ways you've seen people deal with poor mental health, the good ways and the bad? Yeah, um, I think... Uh, some of the ways I've seen people, I guess, deal with poor poor mental health is just be um, not reaching out. I think talking to somebody first is the biggest way to assist in your mental I think kids are, especially men, are oftentimes scared to reach out and talk to somebody and don't feel comfortable or think they're less of a man if they do. Yeah. In reality, that's the greatest way. That's the greatest, that's the greatest thing God gave us is our voice, our voice to talk to others, our voice to spread our word, spread our message. Um, so I think if we keep doing that, 
that lead, that creates positive mental health. Um, that's some of the negative side. The positive side would be um, when people like us, us three, I know we're all a part of it, reach out to others and try to uh, help them. And then um, the people that are not helped help other, other people because they now know their struggles and they know what they're going through. So I think if we um, keep looking at it from a point of reaching out, talking, um, open communication at all times and not um, holding inside what we're feeling, yeah. I think we'll um, progress. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, just to address kind of like what I've seen personally and experienced uh, for people who experience uh, poor mental health and how they negatively kind of like express that, that would be, you know, like Frank said, just keeping those feelings and emotions internal and not ever being open about it. That only, you know, kind of it's like a ticking time bomb and it can only, you know, lead to explosion. Also, just the fact that, you know, they, they think that they're alone. Um, and, you know, sometimes that can lead to self-harm and just like deep states of depression. Uh, but like on the positive side of that, I think a lot of people now are starting to realize, okay, I can talk to my friends or uh, my counselor or my teacher that people like, once people realize that other people care and that they're loved, then they're able to, you know, be open and vulnerable. And that's a big part of it, just being vulnerable because, you know, mental health isn't an easy topic to, you know, discuss with just anyone. So you just have to have that certain trust and that yeah. ability to be vulnerable. Also just um, other ways to cope and, you know, that could be writing, writing your feelings or emotions down, whether that be in song or just story. Uh, also, uh, for athletes like Frank and myself, just sometimes being able to play our sport and, you know, for a second there, just use all that internal fire and just, you know, use it on the field. That can be a positive way to kind of express and cope with that, that mental health, uh, if, you know, if it's poor. But uh, definitely just there's there's ways to, um, to deal with it. Uh, not all have to be negative there are a lot more positive ways now and yeah. i think that people are starting to realize that and i think with the help of be nice just kind of the the way it's that we've delivered it i feel like it's a pretty good way that it's not too complicated i mean simple acronym notice invite challenge and empower like those you know anybody can remember that and just think about that throughout your day i mean it's a simple mantra just be nice and that that is really powerful and it can help kind of turn this cycle around for uh, the mental uh, stigma right now. Totally. And that idea of expression you were stating, um, it's huge for people who are going through poor mental health is just how we show who we are is through what we do. Like you guys said, you um, being athletes, getting out that emotion and getting out it's almost like your sense of self on the field. Mm -hmm. You can like truly portray who you are. So, Be Nice does have a kickoff this year since we did uh, get cut short last year. So, Frank, can you talk about, um, like, the day of the kickoff and just the logistics of what we can see for that? Yeah, of course. Um, so, originally, it was, the day was supposed to be the 23rd of uh, this month, but it got pushed back to the 30th. So, um, the 30th is the day where, or September 30th is the day where we're supposed to have our official kickoff. Um, it will be virtual. Um, so, students... Um, It'll be similar to like a de delayed start day. Um, we'll have a couple videos playing, um, just kind of educate you guys more about the program in general. 
um, as far as meetings go, um, times for different things and uh, events that we have planned for the future. So look out for that. Awesome. And as well, uh, what can we look forward to after the kickoff? Like, what is what can we look forward to um, from Be Nice? Uh, we can look forward to from Be Nice, like just like that. It's actually installed into the like our daily uh, U of D lifestyle. That it's a part of it, and that we'll have different things, you know, um, different programs or activities that just remind uh, people and kind of get them engaged on the whole mental health thing. Just continue progressing just not to make it like a required uh, state. It's kind of like something that people would enjoy doing, um, just being being a part of it and that we'll have, you know, different merchandise and uh, different events that will kind of help ed- could continue to educate that uh, the whole Be Nice and Mental Health Absolutely. Uh, program. And what's really nice, especially with the lo- with um like January and February of last year, when be nice posters and everything started to be put around, mm-hmm. you could really feel like the vibe of the school, the amount of positivity mm-hmm. that kind of just was around. You've never really felt that before. Right. It's just that you see these like, like you said, just like like the merch and like everyone like a bunch of like us club leaders are wearing like like the be nice wristbands yeah. and like the lanyards. It's so nice to have like have that positive energy you know it's really like refreshing after such a horrific year so thank you guys really do appreciate you guys coming on today um if you have any questions about be nice you can either contact frank blackman mr hassett or miss hazen you can also contact either the club leaders nicholas love azola martin lawrence gilliam michael hanash myself danny mcnamara robert williams or jack paroli thank you frank and azola and thank you listeners i hope you have enjoyed the first ever diversity dialogue this has been ashton handorf and have an amazing day cubs